Welcome to GenCast, a sponsored podcast series brought to you by Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News. I'm your host, Jeff Bukaliskis. On a good day, vaccine development is a challenging endeavor dotted with potential pitfalls and roadblocks. But in the middle of a global pandemic that has shut down so many businesses and severely hampered others, the task seems almost insurmountable. However, the scientists at Sanofi Pasteur couldn't slow their process development efforts down when coronavirus cases began to surge. They had been working with a team from the M-Lab collaboration centers at Millipore Sigma on filtration trials for a microbial vaccine when the pandemic struck. Like many during these unprecedented times, the teams had to create solutions to overcome the challenges that lay before them, how to finish this critical project safely and on time. In this GenCast, we'll talk to two key scientists, one from Sanofi Pasteur and one from the M-Lab Collaboration Centers, who worked with their respective teams to quickly adapt and create a virtual collaboration environment. By the end of our discussion, I think it'll be easy to see how supplier and manufacturer embrace their creativity and resilience to keep their important project moving forward. Now let's meet our guest for this podcast. Thank you, Jeff. My name is Elena Gusinov, and I'm Process Development Scientist within MLAB Collaboration Center Network based in Toronto, Canada. My name is Gladys Wong. I'm a Bioprocess Upstream Scientist. I'm part of the R&D division of Sanofi Pasteur and based in Toronto, Canada. Great. Thanks. Welcome, ladies. We're going to talk a little bit about the interesting collaboration that you guys have, and maybe you could tell us a little bit about how this collaboration began. So at Sanofi Pasteur in Toronto, we were currently working on a high-priority microbial-based vaccine. It had rather aggressive timelines. So when we developed the process for phase one clinical trials, we implemented a batch centrifugation for our primary recovery process. And we knew by doing that, we'd have to go back and revise the process into something that can be scaled up. So because of that, we had already initiated conversations with the M-Lab team about their line of filter technologies for some time. Elena and her colleague, Jill, they were always eager to come on site to help us to introduce us to their line of filter products. So our collaboration sort of came together very organically. Thank you, Gladys. Yes, we collaborated with Sanofi team in the move towards disposable filtration technology. Sanofi reached out to our team for the depth filtration evaluation support for primary recovery process, and we got together, we evaluated the application needs, developed the experimental plan, and we collaborated in the effort to make the filtration feasible for the adoption into the upstream part of the process. We were constantly problem-solving our way through the process. Thanks for that intro, ladies. So my next sort of follow-up question would be, when the COVID-19 pandemic hit North America, how did you react? What kinds of challenges were you up against as a result of that? So I would say up to that point, Elena and Jill had been visiting our sites in Toronto fairly regularly. So when the site announced that it was locked down to visitors, we were right in the middle of these filtration studies together. So our collaboration, we didn't know what would happen next. So our initial reaction was definitely a bit of anxiety and panic. I think when you look at it retrospectively, you kind of realize that things can change and things can work. Like we're all wearing masks now. We're all staying six feet away from each other. That's the new normal. But at that moment, when we were first told that visitors were not allowed, 
there needed to be a change in our mindset, sort of how are we going to do this? Can we do it? Are we going to continue? Are we going to stall? Our project timeline is going to be delayed. So there were a lot of unknowns that we were all processing all at once, sort of how are we going to handle this? Like, what can we do? What can't we do? And so there was a lot of uncertainty. Yes, I agree with Vladis. The uncertainty and, as she described, a little bit of a sense of a panic and anxiety was seen on our side because, as she said, we were in the middle of trials. We knew what we're doing. We knew what is next and how it's going to continue when we're on site. And that's how we normally do our business. We visit Sanofi site to perform the filtration trials and we bring our equipment and filters and work together at the bench. And when pandemic hit, we need to think of workarounds that would allow Sanofi and us to continue to perform the trials without having someone physically present and without interrupting the trial floor and not putting in a danger meeting the deadlines. And those are some pretty unique challenges. How did you guys navigate these challenges, maybe even some more detail that you could share with the Gen audience? Sure. Thank you, Jeff. I think we did our best to anticipate what would happen in the trials as a next step next week. What do we need to supply Sanofi in terms of the filters and potential equipment? And thinking ahead was critical to keep the uh, trials on schedule. And in order to do that, we had to adopt some remote tools like video conference technology to continue collaboration. And so we able effectively to work together with the Sanity team. So we got into a red girl cadence where we would run the trials together online and analyze the data, review the results, and develop the conclusions, discuss them together, and decide what would be the next step. I would agree with everything that Elena said. I think the first couple of weeks, we had relatively steep learning curve, I would say. I think the MLab is usually incredibly organized when they come onto the site. So as Elena said, they usually bring all of their equipment. They have a whole line of filters of different sizes for us to try in case one thing fails, we jump to the next thing. So they usually have all of that physically when they come on site. And so in order to kind of prepare in the same sort of way, we had to think ahead. So they had to think ahead with us and say, okay, what do we need for next week? Okay, what can we get from, you know, this site? What can we ship from this site in order for you to be ready for those trials and to have everything that we need? I mean, the first trial, we weren't sure we even had the right tubing size because even that, you know, is brought by M labs when they come to visit us. So that sort of thing, you know, we were running through, okay, what tubing size do we need? Do we have it in stock? Do we have to source it from other parts of the site? Even little small details like that, that we never think of when we get together physically was something that we had determined way ahead of time by virtual collaboration. So it sounds like you guys really met these challenges head on, but what can you tell the gen audience? What exactly did you learn from this experience that you guys had? Thank you, Jeff, for this question, because it was indeed a lot of learning happening, I think I would say, on both sides. One of the things I learned from that basically comes from the fact that when I'm on site, I tend to do most of the things by myself. And when I work on trials and as I do these things, I explain what I'm doing as I go or afterwards what I did. With the virtual collaboration, I had to explain all the details first and let the Sanofi team to do the hands-on work by themselves. 
This actually led to a much more productive learning curve from both sides. From our perspective, we had to get probably into more details of the Sanofi's application. And from Sanofi's perspective, I think because they had to do practically all things by their own, they have a better understanding of the details of the filtration applications and methods. And I think that was one of the key learnings. I think, as mentioned before, on our side, and I think a little bit on MLAB side too, there was initial state of kind of panic because we weren't sure where things were going to fall when the pandemic hit. But I think together we established our footing pretty quickly. And if you look at the situation globally now, I think it's fair to say that humans are pretty resilient. And I think that resiliency translates to how we operate in our industry as well. From this experience, I've learned that with the right attitude and the right partnership, our partnership with MLab, anything is possible. I'd also say that at first, you know, we were kind of skeptical about the virtual collaboration. I mean, the first time we did the collaboration, we couldn't hear each other, right? Like our lab space was right in front of a bio hood that was roaring and we couldn't hear each other to the point where we were pointing the laptop camera right to our gauge so that the ladies could see what pressure we were running at. But those are small challenges and we were able to overcome that. And when we were physically separated, it actually brought us closer together because it forced us to work together more transparently. We were definitely communicating in a more timely manner with each other just because we wanted to make sure everyone was on the same page, everyone had the same information, and the lines of communication were constantly open. I felt like we had that pressure to make sure that we were connecting because we were not physically connecting. And so I agree with what Elena said. The pandemic actually created a unique opportunity for us to intimately exchange knowledge with each other. And I just want to say a big thank you to Elena and her colleague, Jill, from MLab, because they were willing to work with us during this challenging time. I mean, they could have said no. They could have said it's too challenging to organize or our company's not allowing us to do collaborations at this time, but they didn't. They basically went all in with us, right? They were extremely patient and we went through a lot of growing pains together. But ultimately, if I look back on the situation, if we had stalled our work together three months ago when the pandemic hit, we wouldn't have all the progress that we gained during this time together. So really, it was because of the great partnership that we had with MLab that we do have what we gained in this time. And we do have all the progress to look back on and say, yeah, this was actually a really great collaboration and it moved us ahead on the project. And the pandemic didn't stall our work together. Thank you, Gladys. And on my part, I could say that it's absolutely mutual feeling because as you pointed out, this physical separation actually brought us more close together because we were in together to solve this challenge and we had no choice. We had to go through and despite all the challenges, we learned from each other and the opportunity for us to implement our technology and learn from your challenges is also very, very valuable. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Elena Gladys, for sharing that with us. I think there's a lot of the Gen audience that's in a similar situation, so I think it's nice for them to hear the challenges that you guys had and how you met them and how you came through them. So thank you again for joining us on this GenCast. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for listening to GenCast. For genetic engineering and biotechnology news, I'm Jeff Pogaliskas.